And good morning, everybody, and hope everybody's well. Happy Friday. Don't you love when I say happy Friday? I love it when I can say happy Friday, even though I don't buy into TGIF. I know some people are like, what? We don't do that here. We don't do TGIF. We're TGIM. Something special about Fridays because you can almost feel you can almost feel Shabbat coming. Happy Friday, everybody. For those that are here live, for those here any day of the week, thanks so much for tuning in in any platform. Video, audio, thanks so much for being a part of this. I've been talking about this concept of appreciating and seeing and understanding the energy behind our words. I asked you yesterday for those who can do it. So I, I want to take a poll for those that are here right, even right now. Maybe in a couple of minutes, we'll launch it. If you had a chance to, to look past your words, let us know. Did you, did, you, did you take a minute in the past day or two to, to try to find what was the energy behind the words that you're using? Yes or no? Did you find, here's my question. Did you find it? Not did you try. Did you find it? Did you find it? You're not going to articulate it. You're not going to go, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, and that, listen, if you're doing this for a long time, I want to tell you what you're, what's going to happen. Just For those of you who are going to do this, but like, really, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in the future. Not that I've done this enough to tell you. I just have been blessed with people in my life. Um, I have a wonderful rabbi, like I told you about, I think I was mentioned before by Levy from Israel. Uh, I people, thank God, they're 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 in tuned with themselves. If you do this, when I mean this, let me explain to you what this is. You start to deepen your visibility to your actions. You start to we start to take words and say, hmm, why did I say it this way? What am I really after? What is the emotion that I am putting in the package called words? When you start down that road, what's gonna happen, and we're gonna get there, it starts to bring something out in you, which you start to deepen your visibility to why you're doing what you're doing. And it's there where the change happens. Because if you keep on passively aggressing, aggressively reminding your loved one about the thing, it, you, it's not going to change. It's the same lines. It's just year after year after year. Like, we're just, we're just going around in circles. It's like, you know, you, you, ever, you ever, anyone have this? Like, you ever like, anyone ever feel this way? It's like this is live. I can finally I can get your reaction. I'm just not, I'm going with this. So be there with me here. You ever feel this way that like you know you always gain some weight certain times of the year and then you lose some weight? For those who are in this world, there's some people that never gain weight. But let's for those people just for a second, let the rest of us talk to each other. Do you ever feel this way that like you go on like a cycle? And like during this period of time, like you you put on some weight, then you take it off during the same period of time. You ever feel this way that like, you know, like you ever, am I the only one that like, you know, you, you sort of feel like you're on like a merry-go-round every year. And like, you can almost look back at like, you almost like just bifurcate your year 
and know that like you're all like exactly like holiday season like you're always in like the same zone as the year goes by and almost as if like do you ever do this with, like a habit do you ever like you know take something on and then you achieve a certain level of success in the thing but then you drop it and then you you wake up one morning you're like how did I drop that like, I was like I was so much further right I was like so much more connected in shape whatever the things are it's because it's because we're operating at, at the surface level. And when we make changes in our lives, the changes in our lives are not taking place at, at their core. So we're not really changing. The surface is changing. And the surface will impact the, the, the depth. You change your habits on the outside. It will impact you. Right? There's a concept coming up in the holiday of Passover that you're supposed to act as if you're free because your actions will impact your psyche. But that, I think that supposes that, that presupposes that you're going to, once the actions are sort of conditioned, you'll spend time on your psyche. Right? That's why rituals are so critical because when you do rituals, your brain doesn't have to fight to do the ritual now. Your brain is free to now delve into the ritual and become great at that thing, right? That's, that's where expertise comes in. Let me go back to my favorite example. Once you learn how to throw a ball, now you can think about the strategy of the game. If you're just working on the mechanisms of how to throw a ball, you can't think strategy. Once you learn how to do your life, then you can think about, well, what's driving me? But we don't do that because life's too busy. So we achieve our little, our little surface goal and then we let up. We let our defenses down and the rest of the world comes at us. So we achieve our weight or relationship, whatever the goals are in front of us. And then as opposed to now taking the fact that we've been conditioned and allowing the freedom of thought that didn't have to go into the doing the action and saying, okay, now how do I delve in so that I can get to the core of why I do the wrong thing in the first place and really work and change ourselves. That's, that's where change is. So I've been taught. No one should ever think that I have this down, please. Disclaimer. I am not a person that has it all figured out. No one should ever think that. Just figuring it out with you together. The words that we use are just the surface. The intention is what really, really matters. And when we start to learn where in our mind we go and we start to bring it and we start to recognize the factory, right? We don't just look at the, at the shipping depot. We actually start to turn our eyes towards the factory and where is it being picked from and how is it being placed and what's going on? we start to gain such incredible insight. And I want to push it a little bit further today because it's the weekend. We can do some more thinking. And we're going to try to keep on pushing this gently because this is like an ocean. And we didn't even do anything yet. We're just talking. Forget actions. We're just in the world of speech right now. But I want to push it further, okay? When, when you feel something, Okay, so let's, let's, let's go through this together. 
your spouse comes down and forgets something that's important to you, or your spouse neglects something that's important to you, and they know it's important to you, okay? So you're livid, or you're upset, or you're frustrated, whatever it is, you are not happy with them. This is important to you. They know it, and they neglected it. And they're, they're oblivious to it, which is even worse. So I think if like they say sorry, right? When they're oblivious, like you're like, do I have to remind you? Like, how's this going to work? Right? So you don't want to say, let's assume, let's assume you're not going to say like it directly. Okay. So it's passive aggressive. Good morning. Good morning. Fine. Can you get the thing? Do you remember to do this? Usually what you'll do is you'll attach it to something else. You know, I just want to say that like yesterday this happened, right? What's happening is you're not the words you're using about the next thing or the morning, right? That's not, it's packaging. I'm frustrated with you. And so just being able to see that, just being able to, before you open your mouth, say, I'm frustrated. I'm going to use words, but what I'm really doing is just expressing frustration is massive because then you'll get, it's not going to go anywhere. It's, or, or I'm going to, whatever the, whatever you want to do with it, just seeing it is critical. And don't be shocked that when you say good morning, the other person who may not even know what you're talking about now becomes also uh, distant because the words were good morning, but really it was packaged with, I'm upset. And so when the, the good morning gets to the spouse who hears good morning, who may or may not even realize why you're upset, by the way, but clearly it wasn't as important to them as it was to you. Here's good morning with that thing. And may not, may not even put the, that together. All of a sudden goes, what? Like, what's that negative feeling I have here? I don't know. I'm not thinking about it necessarily. I'm not unpackaging it. You, unless like you live with someone long in time, then you just, I'm not unpackaging it. They just feel distant. Right? And off we go. Now, it could be a teenager or a child. Thanks for calling last night. Well, that's that's too that's too obvious. Good morning. We were thinking, why don't you call last night? You didn't, you came home late. What's that? kids not even paying attention just they just feel negativity from mom and like they're just out the door so the goal of trying to get them closer is actually pushing them back but you're stuck because this is how you feel so here's the next level now okay so level one is words level two is the emotion that is packaged in the words now what's critical for us to understand is that if we are packaging negative emotions, we're not going to change anybody. We'll guilt them, which by the way, to a Jewish mother is totally fine. And I, I recognize that. Like I recognize that a Jewish mom will be like, yeah, what's wrong with guilting? Like how else do I communicate? I got that. That's cool. And I love my Jewish mother and I love her. And my mom really can write a book on guilt. And I would sign, I would sign the first copy. I love her. So the Jewish mom here would be like, what's wrong with guilting? But 
if we really get into it, if you're trying to effectuate change in somebody else and what you're what your packaging is negative feelings, the other person will not make long-term change because they'll be making a change based on negativity and nobody wants to feel bad. That's why there's something called cognitive dissonance. Nobody wants to feel negative. They will do anything, anything to not feel negative. They will, people will go and hang out with people that look like them, talk like them, act like them to not hear someone else's opinion, to not feel negative. People will go through the most incredible mental gymnastics to justify the worst behaviors to make sure they don't feel bad. People will not look at the back of a cookie bag because they don't want to see how much fat is in the cookies that they just consumed because they don't want to feel bad. They already ate the food. And I'm the same way. They already ate it, but they just don't want to turn to see the label on the back because they don't want to calculate how many fat grams per bag, how many did I have, what's the serving size, oh my gosh. And they weren't even that good. They won't even turn the bag over. They just don't want to feel bad. We don't want to feel bad. There are wonderful, amazing individuals who will not walk into a synagogue or any place of worship, whatever religion you're from. Because somebody made them feel bad enough times where all the benefits of depth and spirituality isn't worth walking into a world that makes them feel bad. We don't want to feel bad. Period. If we feel bad, will we succumb? Yes. Can you guilt us into submission? Absolutely. Is that going to make a long-term change? No way. Someone just posted here, Bacha, you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. True, true. So we have to understand this because if we think we're going to effectuate change, which is why we're being passive-aggressive in the first place, right? The reason why I'm even hiding my anger and saying it to the person is because I want them to come closer to me to apologize and to do something that I want them to do. It's not going to happen if, my, if I'm packaging it with negativity. Maybe it will once. Maybe it will twice. It's not going to have a long-term impact on someone if it's packaged with negativity. But now we're stuck. I hope you feel as stuck as I feel in this, in this example. Because we feel bad and we feel negative and we feel upset and we feel frustrated. And the person in front of us is not going to respond to negativity. It's not even our spouse. It's everybody. It's our bosses and people online. And just look at this world. Just look at this world. My gosh, look at how many people are yelling at each other, even if they're not raising their voice. Look at how many people are like raising their nose to those that don't look like them. Just look at what's going going on. Is it making it a change? Are people like, oh my gosh, you're right. I really, I should really vote like you. I don't know what I'm thinking. Thanks for yelling at me. Oh yeah, you think I'm an idiot. Oh, whew, okay. I, maybe I am being an idiot. Okay, really, I should really, I should be like you. Is that ever happening? 
have you ever seen kids that like parents make them feel bad about themselves and they're like you know what mom and dad i really want to be more like you now so why do parents do it for they don't love their children so this is what we would call together level three level two is knowing it and if you're out there listening i'm begging you just practice this it is so it is such in my humble opinion i'm a nobody it is such a worthy use of your time whenever you speak emotionally to pause pre or post and just identify the emotion. Where's it coming from? What's driving these words that I just said? What's driving these words I'm about to say? I have such a hard time, honestly. There's sometimes when people will say something and I'll have a response to it, especially in certain business environments that are much more contentious. And over time, I'm at least at least realizing it. That as soon as I can feel that emotional buildup, like I know it's not going to go anywhere, even if I'm right. Just because over time you recognize a little bit where it's coming from. And it doesn't have to be like, and as you do it, it doesn't have to be like positive, negative, right? It can also be much more nuanced. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm hurt. And that gets even deeper. I'm insecure ever see someone that has something that you want or that think that you think you deserve and you speak from a place of insecurity they're not so great maybe hear someone say that they're not so great just recently someone made a comment about a whole group of people i was so upset about they're not so great they think they're so religious do me a favor why do we say these things for? Because we're insecure. Those people, you ever hear people speak like this? They gather a group together, they're insecure. Okay, so here's level three on this I'll end and give you what to think about over the weekend. And I'll think about it with you. We'll do it together. Okay, level one, you speak. Level two is you identify the emotion of the speech. Level three, you begin to try to figure out why you have the emotion in the first place. This, this right here is where the magic is. Why am I upset that my spouse forgot the thing that's important to me? Why? Level one, good morning. Level two, I'm upset. Level three, why? What's, what's dry? What, why? Is it because I need to be respected more? Is it because I don't feel like he or she respects me or loves me? Is it because I deserve more? I'm scared. Why do I need this? What, what is driving this emotion? Is it because I feel like I am not enough and that person has more or is more than me? And every time they forget it, it just reminds me that they don't respect me. 
what's what's driving this? Now, I'm, this is not easy stuff. And if we, if we do do this too much, we'll go crazy. So don't do this too much. But maybe try over the weekend with me this following exercise. Because we're getting there. Remember, this all falls under the banner of teaching others. And the premise is if you think you get up and teach and someone listens, forget that. That doesn't, that's not how it works. Teaching others first begins by understanding self. So I want you to try something with me over the weekend or whenever you hear this. If over the weekend there is some negative emotion that is leading to speech, if not, you win. Try in a quiet moment, not while you're going through it, to ask yourself in the most honest, self-reflective way, why did I just feel negative? What was it that is in me? If Don't make it extreme. If someone like, you know, yells at you, just don't worry about that. I'm talking about like regular, normal stuff. What is it inside me that is causing me to feel anger? What trait that if I had a pill that I can swallow that would strengthen the trait, I would feel less anger? Is this triggering? This is the stuff. This is the stuff that makes certain people impactful, no matter what they say. All right, everybody. Remember, we are off on Sunday. We're back on Monday. I will see you then. With God's help, I'll see you then. Until then, have an incredible weekend. Good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom. Let's push ourselves together. Let's push ourselves together. The more we unveil layers, the more we become more impactful to each other. All right, have a great, great weekend. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again next week.